watching, Smurf. Oh, play Smurf. Oh, now it's a video game. Gordon now catches the Smurfette. And that's a Smurf. He's got a rescuer. Smurf under him. Smurf under him? That's Smurf talk, Dad. Smurf the bat. Play Smurf on your ColecoVision, Atari 2600 BCS, or Intellivision video game system. Dad, maybe Smurf's too exciting for you. Welcome, everybody, to CADCast number 22. The best CADCast ever. 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 I'm your host, GPD, and I've got Wombat here as well, virtually. Virtually, yes. You're in my heart. <laughs> and in my soul. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, of course, uh, this is very exciting now that uh, we are well into our 20s in the CADCast uh, <laughs> history. Old enough to drink, not old enough to rent a car. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Unless you go to like one of those really budget car rental places. Or Mexico. <laughs> or Mexico. <laughs> By the way, let's go to Mexico. There you go. CADCast 22, spring break in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, well, we have, of course, a very exciting show for everybody today. Um, it's very exciting. It's so exciting. My head's going to explode. Awesome. I'll finish the show myself then. Okay. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Wombat Cast number one. I'm your host, Wombat. And with me always is Wombat. Today we're going to talk <laughs> about stuff that it... Oh, you're here. Oh, yes. My I've, I've, a miraculous recovery has oh. taken place. And I am... Uh, Reeling back in the control of the show. Uh, our listeners are very lucky. Right. Well, I think that's enough uh, playful banter for, uh, <laughs> for the months for today, for the months. Uh, and I think we should jump right into the new releases because there's a many, many new releases this week. I know it's like December in uh, March or something. It's like Christmas in March. Yeah. Are you gonna start? Yeah, I guess so. I guess the biggest release this week is uh, Elder Scrolls Four: Oblivion. Yes, I'm enjoying the, this game. This is for the PC and Xbox 360. So mm -hmm. you've had a chance to to play it a little bit. I've had it for two whole days. Yes, I've had it probably put in a good five hours. I'd say. Oh, really? Game, yeah, a good five hours. Oh, so... three hours yesterday, two hours today. It's and... fun. It's fun. It's it is a lot like the other one. The last right. one this that was is, on This is an episode. open, mm -hmm. open-ended, first-person, third-person role-playing game? Yes. Uh, the action is in real time. You know, when you swing your sword, yes. you're hitting someone, which is kind of cool. It's right. kind of strange in third-person, you know, if you, you know, it, it, but the blocking, I find, to be surprisingly responsive. Hmm. So yeah. the combat is fun? The combat say? is fun. The combat's fun. I mean, I'm a... What am I? I'm a Nordic warrior knight <laughs> named Wombat. Isn't it? Doesn't it say that in your high school yearbook? It does say that in my high school yearbook. <laughs> and I just got myself like a like a magic sword, which is actually kind of okay. cool because I completed my first real quest, not counting the uh, tutorial quest. Yes. So I completed my first real quest, and which really involved me following a lot of people around. Nice. But it looks fantastic. I mean, the the cool. environments are great. There is some pop up. There's the occasional slowdown, but for the most part, I mean, it's load times aren't that annoying. It's next gen, would you say? It's next gen. It's next gen, except you know, I would like there to be quicker loading, but that's just me. I'll never be happy with any load times. Even twenty seconds is too long. Because you're going from like a like say you, you go from a dungeon and then you want to go to the town and then back to the the overworld, and you want to just use the warp feature. Right. Which comes in handy, because half the time I have no idea where I'm supposed to be going. And, except, you know, you're going, like, you really just want to go two places within ten seconds, but it takes, like, a minute and a half to go two places, because you got to go back and forth and back and forth, and that's... Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, this is the complaint I'd have with any game of that type. Right. You're just a complainer, aren't you? I am a complainer. But all in all, I mean, it is fun. It's the kind of game you just kind of get sucked in. Yeah, it has I'm some interesting is, features to it. Be the, I'm hoping this will be the first uh, 360 game that Mrs. Chibi will actually have some interest in. It's possible. It's. It, I mean, like with any RPG, it's sometimes, you know, if you're not playing, and I'm sure someone will yell at me for this, but RPGs of this type. Yes. To watch someone go from person to person in a village and talk to them for two minutes and go to the next person and talk to them can be boring to watch if you're not the person playing the game. 
Okay. Well, let's. I got a few comments from the uh, CAG message boards mm -hmm. about Oblivion, uh, so I'm just going to read them off. Uh, Scorch says, I just can't stop playing. It's so amazing. It was supposed to be at the girlfriend's like an hour ago, but Oblivion. And she said I could bring the 360 and play it there, but I don't want to move. So that's a pretty good, uh, bold statement. That is a bold statement. Passing up the girlfriend for some Oblivion. Mm -hmm. And Roz Jericho says, got it earlier, played through the tutorial, and I'm still sporting an erection. I have to go to work here in a few, and it won't go down. What should I do? Uh, just use the, oh, I don't have an erection. It must be an optical illusion line. So, uh, yeah, interesting. You may want to see a doctor about that <laughs> or a psychiatrist. The game is awesome. I mean, I've already gone through, I think, two little, like, two little dungeons, not even quest dungeons, just these little, hey, Fun what's this side door? Dungeons. Yeah, where does this door go to? And it takes you to a dungeon and... You get, you know, I got some pretty sweet weapons and things. I'm, I'm into blunt objects mostly. Blunts. Blunts. <laughs> I like, I like swinging blunts. So, right. uh, yeah, I was using a mace for a while there, hitting rats right. with a mace. So right. very nice. Well, it's uh, we got a lot of games to get. Yeah, through, so, so we'll keep moving. Keep okay, moving. what do we got next? Next, uh, Blazing Angels: Squadrons of World War II for the Xbox and Xbox 360. I heard a rumor that the demo's out for this. The demo is out on Xbox Live Marketplace. I did not get it yet, but uh, I will as soon as we're done here. Yeah, as will I. It yeah. sounds like uh, Crimson Skies, but with a World War II theme. You know what, Does that though? Sound accurate? Have you what? ever played Crimson Skies? Yes, I've played it with you. Yes. That game is awesome. Yeah. So I, a next-gen Crimson Skies is sounds enough to good. make is enough to interest me in this game. Right. Well, I don't know. But, okay. You know, I'll play the demo and go from there. All right, then. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on. The Godfather. Yes, I just watched this on TV the other day. Not the game, the movie. I'm Mo Green! Right. You don't talk to a man like Mo Green like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this never, is never go the, against the family, uh, Xbox and PS2 and the PC, and it's coming out. Uh, for the 360 in, in July, I think. Mm, yes, in July. In July. Now, the reviews have been good. The reviews are already out for this I'm game. I'm honestly and, surprised. Uh, about an 84% on game rankings. When That's I not bad. That's not bad for you know for something like this. We'll see. It's I mean, a, It's Grand Theft Auto, but with the Godfather license, it's, more or less. More importantly, additional... it's Electronic Arts' first M-rated game. Really? Mm -hmm. That You know, I read that too. In Variety of all, uh, oh, look at you! Yeah, in all places, Variety had a big article because you know they spent so much money. Right, just getting the license. Yeah, and... they said that economically, there's no way that Electronic Arts can't take a loss on this game. <laughs> right. So I mean, but you know, it, it it's not necessarily that as much as it could be. You know, maybe Electronic Arts may pull something out of their hat, and make something good, and. Show that hmm. mature-rated games can be made for, you know, the masses, so to speak, without being overly hey, controversial. I love The Godfather, so I, yeah, even though, I guess I'll have to just wait for the 360 version. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, it sounds like it's got a lot of cool mechanics of the game, uh, of gameplay, like uh, like an intimidation uh, stuff going on, and you know, taking over businesses, and getting your rep reputation up. and that They have all that in uh, Elder Scrolls, too. Oh. All right, Let's screw the Godfather. <laughs> I'm a jerk. Right. No helmets in the Godfather. Right, no swords. Either I, I can't be a Nordic no night blunts. warrior. Yeah, right. no. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say no rats, but I'm sure there are rats in uh, the there Godfather. Okay, so it got rats. good reviews. Good for EA. They made it. Uh, looks like they did did well with the Godfather license. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I guess I'll wait for the 360 version and see how that goes. Cool. All right, next uh, we have Suikoden 5 for the PS2. Yes. Which is uh, Konami's uh, RPG series, mm -hmm. which I don't play. Me neither. Okay, let's move and on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so a lot of uh, handheld uh, <laughs> games coming out this week. Yes. Uh, so many. So very many. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess Metroid Prime Hunters is the biggest one. Yeah, it's about this time for, for the for the Nintendo DS. It's been a long time coming. Uh, you, uh, I got a nine point oh uh, 
from IGN, Craig Harris at IGN. That's surprising to me. Well, he said that Metroid Prime Hunters is easily the best handheld first-person shooter developed to date, even with its somewhat high learning curve and cramp-inducing control. But what does that really mean, the best first-person handheld game? Well, there hasn't been that many. Exactly. These are the best shoes made out of dog poop I've ever worn. (laughs) They are? Doesn't it get all squishy between your toes? (laughs) Well, normally... But not with these. these. Not with these. I it takes five hours, but once you get used to them, they're the best <laughs> you don't shoes. Even notice. They're the best shoes made out of dog poop I've ever worn. Right. You don't even notice that you're standing in shit. Anyway. It's, exactly. Uh, well, obviously, I don't think we can compare shit shoes to Metroid Prime. I don't know. I want to see that uh, quote now on the side of the box. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I'm standing in shit. Right. No. Clearly, this game is a quality game. Uh, GameSpot gave it a good review, too. I think like an 8.6 or something. But it sounds a lot like the GameCube versions of Metroid, Metroid Prime uh, and sequel. I like those Um, games. Yeah, it sounds like this, but it even handles better as a first-person shooter on the DS. You know, you use the stylus to to look around and you use the D-pad to move. Oh yeah, the way, the way you describe that sounds much more comfortable than an analog stick. <laughs> no, oh wait, you mean I control him with, with her with a pen? Oh. Right, right, and you have to hold up the the uh, the DS with your hand while you're using the stylus. Would, and the would you like me time. to swallow the $40 and you could pull it out of my asshole with your bare hands? <laughs> no, I would not. While I'm wearing shit shoes? <laughs> while you're wearing shit shoes? No, I'm, they said that it takes a little bit getting used to, but once you uh, get into the groove, that it's really no problem controlling it, and that it, the control is tight. I, I think this Metroid Prime uh, review, we're now officially rated M for Mature. Right. The two just of like us. Just like EA's. Yeah, just uh, like correct. EA. We're taking a, a, a page from them, it seems. Okay. Well, it sounds like uh, it doesn't. the game doesn't disappoint. I think that's yes. the, sort of the point of this little summary here. Yes. It, I'm sure it's very good, and I'm sure once you get used to it, it's fine. I right. just and even though I do like the GameCube ones very much, I I have at one point owned them both. I still yes. own Metroid Prime. Um, yes. I don't think I'd be picking this up. Right. But you know, I no comment on me for me. I don't I have no idea what I'll do. Well, okay. I'm still looking for a freaking DS Lite before I buy any more DS games. That's frightening. Anyway. Yes. They're still sold out. All the DSs are still sold out in Japan. Cannot <laughs> not find anything. Anyway. Speaking of DS, how about another DS game? Tetris how about DS? Tetris DS. Tetris DS. It's like Tetris, but yes. But with it, <laughs> but on your DS. Uh, this got some interesting. IGN gave it a nine, and Gamespot gave it a seven point five. Mm, it's like a split. So a nice, yeah, nice little spread there. Um, the sort of complaint from I think Gamespot was that. It has like some of these features that you can't turn off uh, that were like uh, when the piece hits the the ground, you can still spin it. I don't know. And they didn't like that and uh, they didn't think it was all that good. Did anyone mention that this game was free in 1989? (laughs) I still have mine. I still have mine. It still has my initials on the back of it and permanent marker from when I was in camp. Just like your underwear. Just like my underwear. And for yeah. some reason, there's brown skid marks on my Tetris, too. <laughs> Maybe you stepped on it with your shit shoes. <laughs> very possible. Anyway, the the Tetris DS adds, like, uh, some classic Nintendo characters and backgrounds and stuff, like, you know, Donkey Kong and whatnot. Um, so if you're into that, I guess it's sort of a home run. And uh, if you're looking for some online... Uh, Wi-Fi action, you're going to like this too. Yes, it's like uh, Ghost Recon Online, but with squares that you move around. Right, without the excitement. Yeah. No, I don't know. Hey, I can't rag on Tetris. I know, that was, no. Tetris is a great game. Right. I kid because I care, folks. Right, exactly. All right, let's move on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another more handheld action, Me and My Katamari. Hmm. Just, Just released in the U.S. It's been out in Japan for a while. Um, they got an 8.0 from GameSpot, and uh, they said that it's it's good. You know, it's the people were very concerned about the lack of the analog, the second analog stick. As well, I would be one of those people. Yes, and if you remember way back at the Tokyo Game Show last year, 
I played this game and I mentioned that it was not really going to be an issue, that the buttons and the uh, control combination works fine, and the reviews confirmed my impressions. Wow, you're so smart. I am so smart. And uh, so, yeah, if you're looking for some Katamari action and you're not sick of the PS2 version, it sounds like you can't go wrong. Katamari on the go. Katamari on the go. Sounds good to me. Okay. How about some Metal Gear card-based strategy action on the go? Again, would you like me to swallow the $40? (laughs) Right. Yeah, I have no interest in this game. This is Metal Gear Acid 2. I had no interest in the first one. Now, doesn't this come with the, uh, the 3D apparatus? I think, yes, on my cardboard 3D thingy. I don't know. Yeah. I have so little interest in it that I, I <laughs> it was hard for me to even get through the I, I've seen pictures of the 3D apparatus. It's quite humorous. I hope I find someone on the subway playing this game. There's no way. Just so I can point and laugh. Because it's not like they'll be looking at me. They're going to have their head stuck in their PSP. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, whatever. It's card-based uh, Metal Gear stuff. Uh, I, 1UP gave it a 9, a nine so they like it. Good for but, them. Good for them. <laughs> good for them. <laughs> All right, some some more uh, PSP action. Okay. Uh, Capcom Classics Remixed. Yeah, there you go. It's another collection of old games. Nothing wrong with that when they're good old games. Well, the game list doesn't look that great. I mean, you have there's about 20 games. You got the Street Fighter, but you got the the original Street Fighter. Not the good, not Street Fighter 2, but the Street Fighter suck. It does have Final Fight. It does have Final Fight. It does have uh, 1941. Is there any online in this? Yes. Yes. Um, It may be local multiplayer, though, I think. So you can play Forgotten Worlds through player. Yeah. I I don't think it's through the internet, though. Whatever. Forgotten Worlds, two players, the bomb. There you go. So you got a bunch of games. It's got Bionic Commando, but the arcade version. Legendary Wings uh, is good too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah, they All got right. good reviews. Sounds good. Um, and then next up, I have uh, Beautiful Joe Red Hot Rumble. Now I wrote PSP here, but is that right <laughs> or is it the DS? I think it's PSP. You do? Well, yeah, Capcom right released now. all these games for the PSP. Now this is yeah, but you know I screw things up all the time. Now no, this I'm is the sure. I'm pretty sure you're um, right. Smash Brothers, I guess, version of Beautiful Joe, right? Yeah, right, yeah, right. basically. It got lousy um, reviews on the GameCube. I'm sure it'll just do just fine on the PSP. You mean in terms of getting lousy reviews? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't even know. I can't even find it on here. It doesn't even have it. <laughs> That's nice, right? That's my reason. <laughs> right, right. So I don't know. <laughs> what um, yeah, so I'm sure it sucks. Whatever, sure, whatever yeah. console it's on, I'm sure it whatever sucks. Whatever it sucks, move on. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that's it for this week's uh, game releases. Perfect. 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 I'm tired. Yes. Perfect. Right. Okay, is that it? We're done? That, well, we're done with the new release. Oh, I thought we were done with the show. I was going to go take it. No, out. you can't uh, start downloading the <laughs> Believing Angels yet. Damn it. Okay. We got we to do the news blast. The news blast. All right. Well, the big beep, news beep, this week, beep, of beep, course, beep, is, beep, 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 beep. is, of course, Wombat making all kinds of noises and beeps. It's for the news blast. Forget it. Oh, I'm right. Done. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just trying um, to make us sound professional. Yes. That, well, hey, you can't, you can't do better than just making noises with your mouth. <laughs> Isn't that uh, what all the greats do? Maybe. Yes. Think Howard Stern. They do that on Howard Stern. Yeah. He goes, oh, it's time for the news. Beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep. They don't use any equipment or samplers. Or no, no, it's all done by... It's all they, noise. They have, they, have, they have the guy from Police, Police Academy. Academy. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Michael Winslow. Yes. Yeah, I know his name. <laughs> it's a helicopter. Right, gamers Developer <laughs> Development Developer Conference. GDC. This week. GDC in the house. Yo. Big news. Yesterday was the PS3 information. Yes, Keynote. Some interesting, interesting information. The biggest news that I thought that came out of this was that the fact that the PS3 is region-free is now confirmed. That's pretty cool. That was a rumor like several months ago, but a lot of people were like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but hey, now it seems to be a reality, and nobody is happier than myself living in Japan. Uh, there mm-hmm. is hope for me to play all kinds of games now. 
And you get to tell us all big, about it. I guess the big question is, are the PS2, you know, the, the PS3 backwards compatible? So does that mean that I'll be able to play PS2 games from every region? I would gander a probably. Yeah, you would think so, but that would how, be pretty huge, I think. It would be pretty huge, but how would they, you know, how do you make it so it can't? I, 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 you know, I, I fail to see the logic. It would take more work, wouldn't it? Take more work to put region projection on. Yeah, for, for just games? for yeah, just yeah. So. It seems like it would be a a complete hassle, waste of time. Yeah, yes. so I'm pretty excited about that. And you know, with the Blu-ray disc technology, the greater capacity, they've also said that they can easily put multiple language support on all the PS3 games. So, like, you know, they can record all the voices in multiple languages and uh, ship them out, ship out the same disc everywhere, which seems to me would be good for the publishers, cheaper for them. Cheaper and, for everyone, except for us. And good for us. No, cheaper for us, too. You think so? Well, they sort of do away with the import, import uh, price gouging. That's true. You wouldn't have to spend $75 for a naked chick, right. naked chick restaurant. Isn't, isn't that something, right? <laughs> I love Naked Chick Restaurant. It's a great game. I yeah. imported it. Uh, what about Pantyless Ramen Shop? <laughs> <laughs> you know those exist, by the way. I bet they do. They, anyway. Bet, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, back to the Pantyless ra- ra- Ramen Shops. No. Yeah. Um, so that was the big news, I think, for me. They also talked a little about the PlayStation Network platform, which is their online service. That will not be the real name. That is only the development name. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a lot like Xbox Live. Cool. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yes, it will. I think the next news is better. The new controller will be unveiled at E3. Yeah, so a new, all new. All new. Yeah. All new. Well, we don't know if it's all new. I know. I mean, I don't know. The, the boomerang thing is, is was pretty weird. I, I, think, I think they were surprised at the negative reaction of the boomerang. Right. Maybe. I think so. I'm going with they were probably surprised. I don't think I don't think Sony expected that kind of backlash from right. everyone. Because hmm. it, it Crocodile was Crocodile uh, liked it. He did. He goes, "That's yeah. not a controller." <laughs> right. He yeah. was all into that. Yes. Anyway, Thank you. Uh, what else we got from uh, GDC? Um, oh, this was kind of funny. Uh, Kikizo Games spoke with Xbox's director of game technology group, Scott Henson. Uh, and he sounded off on the PS3 uh, and their claim that they're going to have games running in 1080p resolution. He says, I think 1080p, just to address that directly, will be basically impossible. I think if you talk to any developer, they will tell you that they will not have a performing game on uh, 1080p. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it sounds like it's hard to get the games uh, with a decent frame rate. At that resolution, yeah, uh, you know, if it's if it's too difficult, then don't do it. I don't care if my TV doesn't support it. Yeah, I just, exactly. You know, I bought That's... a fancy TV. I got 1080i. Don't got 1080p. <laughs> but I got the HDMI cable though. And this is going to have an HDMI support. Hell yes. The new P- so, PS3 will have so, HDMI support for people like you and me. So finally, I can put something in my HDMI hole. It's <laughs> currently unoccupied. I have a DVD player in there. Yes. It's quite comfortable. Um, and what else we got? Oh, and Call God of War 2 will be released uh, for the PS2 worldwide uh, at the beginning of 2007. So what uh, games did they show at the GDC for the PS3? What gameplay footage? Well, it's only like the fake gameplay footage. So they haven't showed any gameplay footage? Not the real gameplay footage. So we just wasted everyone's time. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> no, well, I don't think so. Anyway, moving on. That yes. was hardly a blast. That was a slow. That was a slow blast slow crawl yeah all right next up we have call of duty 2 multiplayer patch is out did you download it yet? 360 i did not yeah i won't be able to until we finish this i'm looking forward no. to checking it out though well they've you know there's been so many complaints about the multiplayer uh, and rightfully so rightfully so and there's all kinds of new options now you can you know you can actually have like a real lobby and configure the lobby, configure your game and in any which way, and you can invite players to your games and stuff like that. So, and just of course, the lag was the, probably the biggest issue of all, and supposedly that's fixed. But I guess we won't know for a little bit. Cool. I can't wait to download that. I, I you know, I enjoyed playing that multiplayer when it was even crappy. 
when it worked, which was rare. Yeah, so now I'm hoping... Well, we'll, we'll we're going to play right after we're done, maybe. Maybe we will, Millhouse. Maybe we will. Okay, never call me Millhouse again. <laughs> All right, next we have uh, Dell Buys Alienware. Now, this was a rumor going around for a little while, but now it has been confirmed that Dell has bought the high-end game PC maker. Now, are they going to now be called like Alienware XPS or something like that? No, I, apparently this is going to be a separate entity running uh, under Dell, and Dell is still going to make their XPS machines, and Alienware is still going to make their own machines. Interesting. Uh, Firing Squad had an interview with the COO of Alienware, and he's, his quote is, the original $10,000 $10, has taken us about as far as we can go, uh, and they're looking for Dell to really blow them out now. So it should be very exciting. Good for them. If you care. Yeah, Good why not? They, yeah. I'm sure they got his aid. I just I just got a Dell. I, I should have had it today, but right. UPS is, doesn't like me. Right. Make sure you remove all that crap that they put on there. Oh, well, you know, every computer comes with too much crap on it. Right. Okay. Next, we have Microsoft declares that the Xbox 360 shortage is over. Ooh. So four months after the release, now it might be possible to actually go into a store and buy one. Whoa, wait a minute. Wow. Yes, they have promised to distribute two to three times the number of Xbox 360's consoles to the retail channel weekly. Cool. So that's supposedly going to to satisfy demand. I hope everyone uh, who wants one is able to get one. Sure, why not? I I like my Xbox 360. It's, it's. I like it too. Yeah, they're in now, and now yeah, we're now actually. Now the games yeah. are coming. I was gonna say out, the so games cool. are finally here. I mean, if honestly, if you didn't get it at launch, you didn't really miss out. No. But if you can get one now, I say go for it. Yes, and in other news, Microsoft uh, mentions that the Xbox Live March Marketplace has reached more than 10 million downloads faster than iTunes did when iTunes was released. That's so, cool. Yeah, there it is. Good yes. for them. Well, you know, they hit, what is it, iTunes hit a million downloads in three days when they launched on Windows. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, Battlefield 2142 has been confirmed as the next Battlefield game. Uh, And this is obviously taking place in the future. That's not just an arbitrary number that they threw out there. That is the year. Oh, I thought it was uh, Battlefield Roulette. No. That's some roulette wheel, by the way. It has 21 and 42. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Oh, it's I a see lot. two numbers. Yeah, it's two numbers. It's still be a lot. I don't think it does either. Anyway, <laughs> yes. this battlefield is going to take place in the future where the ice, uh, the world is freezing over uh, and it's a fight for usable land, which will probably happen in real life too. So this should be a very we'll, realistic we'll game. We'll all actually. be well-trained for when it happens. We'll all be well-trained. Uh, the game's going to ha- I watched the trailer actually. It, uh, the game has mechs, so if you like mechs, you're going to like this, I think. You'll be happy. Um, we'll see if it's any good. We'll be in our 60s in 2142, won't we? No, we'll be in our 100s. 60s? 100 we'll be 160. 170 million. I thought it was 2042. Yep. Give, me, give me some yes. slack. We'll be brains in a jar. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. My detached head will be giving video game reviews. <laughs> right. Okay, and finally, our last story for the news blast: uh, GameStop has a had a record quarter in terms of revenue. Hooray! Yes, the fourth quarter of two thousand five, uh, they earned eighty five million dollars in that quarter, which is sixty eight percent more than they did in the same time frame two thousand four. And they've also revealed plans to open sixteen hundred more stores in the next three years. Well, what are they going to do? Just open one up on every corner? Is that the plan? They are taking over the gaming retail landscape. They're taking over for all those blockbusters and Toys R Us's that are going under. (laughs) Right. Well, I, for one, welcome our new gaming overlords. (laughs) And I am prepared to serve you any way that I can. That's funny. Eh, Good one. That was cute. Call me. (laughs) Call me. We'll get together. GameStop. So that's the news blast, everyone. Uh, Nice. exciting. Yes, it was. Now I think it's time to get all aboard the hype wagon. Yeehaw! And uh, I think I'll start off, because you probably don't even know what you're going to talk about yet, so I'll give you a little chance to do too. 
Okay, go lie. ahead. You go ahead. Well, Hot you're going to say that I'm cheating again. And you because, are cheating because uh, you cheat. I am cheating. You cheat. I am a cheater. Yeah, go I ahead. I am picking the Nintendo Revolution as my hype wagon item uh-huh. uh, today, tomorrow, or thereabouts, depending on where you're listen- when you're listening to this. Uh, they're going to reveal some Revolution stuff at the at the GDC, so we should have some more news. Uh, I'm getting pretty fired up, uh, and apparently there's rumors that this is going to come out uh, in just a few months. That would be and that would be, be exciting. I mean, yeah, I guess you could put it on the hype wagon, but I don't oh, know. Yes. I think it goes without saying, though. I mean, the, the the day I can get my grubby little fingers on one, I will right. happily let Nintendo pull the money out of my ass and take it. Right. You got a lot of stuff going in and out of your ass in this show. Well, everyone has a hobby. (laughs) Right. Well, yes, I'm very excited to play the old school games, probably even more so than the the newer releases, although I am obviously interested in seeing what they can pull off with that cool controller. But, uh, yeah, I I want to play old games. I like old games. (laughs) I'm an old man. Just say it. I'm an old man. And I think that uh, maybe I can get uh, Mrs. Cheapy to play some games, mm. some Revolution games, because she won't even pick up an mm. Xbox controller. No, it's too heavy. Yeah, for her. I can understand that. She only I, tra- I tried to play pounds, some so. uh, some co-op on Ghost Recon with the misses. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. So that's my hype wagon <laughs> pick. It's maybe you may think it's a little lame, but uh, you know, last week I picked the DS Lite and that was lame. Yeah. Lame pick. So I'm <laughs> keeping the tradition alive. I was going to say, because I like to pick actual games as opposed to yes. systems, because that's yes. cheating. Right. I was thinking I was going to go with The Godfather this week. I know Godfather. Which, I, for the 360. For the 360. Because I, you know, I mean, call me crazy, but I'm thinking if they have, because they've been working on these games. Mm-hmm. They're, they're waiting, they're, they're taking their time releasing it. They didn't rush it out with the other two for a reason. I'm hoping. Right. And I could very well be wrong. But right. I'm thinking they're giving it a few extra months that maybe, you know, it will actually be whatever problems are with this current generation's version. It may be they're that going to tighten it up. Yeah, they're going to tighten it up. And I am a fan of the Godfather movies. And hopefully it won't just be like a slight graphical polish, but they'll be able to add some some real. Change. Yes. And it's caused me to take a second look at a game that originally I was just kind of like, what a l- lousy idea. So just because right. I'm taking a look at it, I'm putting it on the hype wagon this week. Okay, very yeah. nice. Yes. Uh, Better answer than yours. Little... Yes, I guess it was. Fine, you win. I do win. Let's go to our uh, game review slash hands-on. I guess it's more of a hands-on since I don't think either of us have finished the game. But let's talk about Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter for the Xbox 360. I have that game. Yes, I do too, thanks to Rock Solid Audio sending it to me. Nice. Which was very nice of him. It was nice um, of him. What do you think of it? I Let's like talk it. about the single player first. This, what do you uh, think of the single player? I like the single player. Yes. It, it, has its, it has some very good moments to it. It has some frustrating moments as well. And by some, mm-hmm. I mean a lot. Really? I haven't been overly frustrated by the game. Uh, I found that sort of the checkpoints or save points fair. At least fair, at the point that fair, I'm at. Sometimes. I've, sometimes you're like, I can't believe I have to do that all over again. But right. it could be a lot worse. No, it's true. It could be a lot worse. I find sometimes the enemy AI is a little too good a shot. Yeah. Well, the game, you know, it's all about realistic uh, war action. You know, you can be taken out in just a few shots. So you can die pretty easily. Um, so I guess that's sort of part of the game's selling point. I guess it could be considered that. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I, don't, don't get me wrong. It's a great single player. It looks fantastic. The graphics are ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, my only complaint with the graphics is that on the night, you know, the graphics are so good, you know, on the day levels. You can see so far, the detail, yeah, everything. I can only imagine, like, you know, a, a Grand Theft Auto type game with, with those types of graphics. Oh, it would be I mean, great. It would just, just be insane. I mean, this game looks next-gen, no question about it. Um, but my complaint is that on the night levels, you know, you can't see the good graphics because it's nighttime. Yeah. So it's kind of like a waste of having, you know, a game like this, you know? Well, I, I agree. It, yes. it, oh, I yeah. set the brightness on mine to 
two uh-huh. on the night levels just so I can yeah. see what's going on. Right. And I find I don't know if it's just – I don't know if zero really is the brightness it should be set at. I well, don't, you know, these uh, – who knows? I set I, mine I, on two, I think. The only reason why – because when, cares, you, when you turn up the brightness, the it color – It doesn't get washed out. Oh. I find when I turn it up just enough, the colors aren't washed out at all. Hmm. As opposed to a game like, you know, Condemned. If you turn up the brightness all the way, which I did once just to – because I thought it'd be fun to see what everything actually looks like. <laughs> right. Yeah. It just turns everything into white. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. So you know, because that game Condemned is meant to be dark. Yeah, it's not. Well, you know, it's, I'm sure it's meant to be dark at the night scenes too. But I think the point is that you have these great graphics, and that's you know probably the game's strongest selling point. I, I don't think there's much argument about that. Why? give us uh, all these night levels where we can't take advantage of the game's best part. Yeah, exactly. I think it I think it's a little too dark, but I don't think it's I don't think it's supposed to be that dark, which is why I think they have that brightness. They broke it. Yeah. Okay. I think they realized well, it when they were like, "Oh my god, this is just too dark." Well, just add a brightness maybe. switch. Maybe, maybe. Well, I really also I think in, it was a quick uh, fix to a big problem. Okay, okay. I stand by that. All right, you're really, you're really obsessed with the freaking brightness. I am obsessed with. You got a problem with that? Well, I oh, wanna... did I mention how stupid my guys are? My squad, well, the, the, the team AI. They do yeah. like to stand around a little and get shot at. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, and you direct them behind a wall, and there's always that one guy who doesn't stand behind the wall. Or the guy that runs in front of you when you're shooting. Yeah, my rifleman yeah. never makes it more than like five minutes. <laughs> I take out the guy's kneecap. I'm like lying <laughs> prone on the ground shooting, and the guy just runs in front of me, and I take him out. You know, like, all right. Yeah. Like dick. I do really enjoy the um the cover mechanic. Yes, I think the cover that's cover gameplay. Yeah. I miss it really multiplayer. Fun. Yeah, that's the problem. The multiplayer I was sort of let down by the multiplayer. I know that it's it's cool that you can get so many people on and you know you can play like a sixteen person co op game uh against the computer. That's all neat, but it the multiplayer feels so much different than the single player game. It's a completely different game. It's it's completely different. Yeah, and I don't know. That kind of bummed me out. It's a, I can understand why it would bum me I mean, it doesn't you know really bother me all that much, but yeah, I like the multiplayer well, game. But it... the, the, my two favorite parts about the single player game are the graphics and the cover you know the covering cover mechanic system, and the graphics in the multiplayer are not nearly as good as the single player. They're, they're not no nearly cover. as good, but they're really not that bad. They're not bad, no, but I'm saying, you know. I mean, well, you have to give up something if, or do you want it to just be a laggy mess? Well, I, we, this is the next gen. I don't want to give up anything. You're, you're thinking the gen after this gen. Next, oh, next gen. Next gen? Next, next gen. Xbox 1080? Xbox 1080. 1080 p Yeah. Xbox 1080p. Well, maybe. Anyway. Yes. The game is fun. You know, I think... I know some of the CAGs who have bought it already have already sold it back. Uh, they were sick of it already, but I think I got a lot more life left in it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I like it. The, the, you know, the, the weapons handle well. It looks great. I haven't finished single player yet, so... Uh, the, the sound is awesome. Sound is good. It scared the shit out of me in the beginning where you, uh, you go to the American embassy and it blows up like right before you get there. That's funny. Yeah, I was like, whoa! I could do and without I, the helicopter levels. I like the helicopter levels. Fun, Don't like the helicopter levels. You know, the graphics are awesome. So yes. yeah, I you mean, what, I recommend though? the game. It it gets uh, me definitely. more hyped up for Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah, that and looks Splinter Cell Double Agent. Yeah, because it's all the same crap. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. They yeah. all go together. I like that crap though. Yeah, it's, the, good crap. The, it's great crap. It's yeah. you know, it's the uh, the popcorn movies of uh, Tom Clancy is the popcorn movie of uh, of video games. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, though. No. No. All right. All right. What do we got? So we both like that game. Yes, what uh, would you give it? Give it a score. I don't give, I don't like giving scores. Give it I, a score. Nah, whatever. Fucking score. Screw that. What do you give it? Three uh, rainbow flags out of four? What do you give it? I give it, uh, I, I give it a recommended rating, um, especially since there's not that many great 360 games out at the moment. Um, but you may wind up selling it back after you beat the game and get tired of the multiplayer. See, was that so hard? Well, I didn't give it a score. No, but you gave it a something. 
Okay. Let's move on to the CAG bag. No problem. I would give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half. You're seven. a tough man to please. I am a tough man to please. And, and that's me liking it. That's what's even worse. Right. That is weird. Okay. The okay. CAG bag, mm -hmm. where we take your questions and answer them. All right. Huh. All right. Icon Forever has yes. a couple questions here. Which system do you think will come out first, Revolution or PS3? Wombat, Re your answer. Re Revolution? Uh, I will also pick Revolution. <laughs> Good work. Thank you. No problem. Next are, question. Are, are either of you guys going to E3 this year? Well, you're going Wombat? for sure. You're going. What's that? Well, aren't you going? I am going. I would like to go, but on I have this like day job thing. And a wife. And a wife and funds. That I need to pay yeah. attention to. And money issues. Yeah. So unless someone's paying for me and can somehow work it into my current occupation, right. I don't know how I'm going to get out there. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, no, it's a business trip. Right. Good luck with that. Let me yeah. know how it works Yeah, it's out. not going to work. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not okay. going to work. Um, all right. Well, here's another question. Since Nintendo called the DS their third tier, I'm, I'm guessing in case it bombed, do you think they will come out with a new Game Boy in the next year? Or so, seeing on the DS is the hottest system right now. I don't think the Game Boy is going to come out in in 2006. I wouldn't be surprised if something came out in 2007. Yeah, 2007, maybe Christmas 2006, but like you said, the DS is so hot right now. I mean, why, why, why dilute, why yeah. dilute their own uh, their own market? No, it would be foolish. I agree. Silly foolish. idea. No, but I wouldn't be surprised if at the end, you know, if sometime in 2007 we heard about the successor to the DS. Yes. Hopefully and his play la DS and Icon's, Icon's last question is who would win in an arm wrestling match, GP or Wombat? Mrs. Wombat. Okay, Mrs. let's Wombat move on. She does both. I yeah, think. she would. Definitely. Mrs. Okay. Wombat wins. Jcam has a question. He says, Cheapy and Wombat, it seems on CAG we have a mix of game collectors, non-collectors, and some people who at least hold on to their favorite games. What category do you guys fall into? Do you have any of your old consoles or games? Wombat, I know your apartment is very small. I would be shocked if you kept all your old systems, in, at least in your apartment. No, I know. My apartment is tiny. And I do keep, for the, you know, for the, the current generation, I do have only my favorite games. I'm pretty pretty much a a sell backer, you know. A You're talking about in. for like your, yeah. your current generation. For my games. current generation, and I do have my Dreamcast here. I see. At one uh, point, me, I had yeah. a Genesis with probably about oh a big milk crate full of games, so a lot. And I right, donated. You still have those? Some no, away I in your donated them. I don't. Donated I donated them. them to who? To uh to a uh, uh, pl place off of my college campus. Wow. Oh, like a charitable donation? A charitable donation. Look at you. Before I left school. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, so I don't have um, that anymore. Part of sometimes I'm like, I can't believe I gave away my Genesis and all those games. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a yeah. jerk, so what do you expect? Sure. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're a generous jerk. I am a jerk. I'm a jerk with a heart of gold. Well, I <laughs> have a bunch of old machines, but they're not in Japan with me. They're in my parents' attic. I have a you know, with your Genesis. With your older brother. <laughs> right, chained to the wall. <laughs> evil GPD. Yeah, evil GPD. Uh, I got, what do I got? I got the Genesis. I got the the NES. Um, I had a Super Nintendo, and I lent it to my friend, and I don't even know what he did with it. Oh, my Nintendo um, 64 is still in my parents' house. Yeah, I got an Intellivision. Mm -hmm. I got a Bally Arcade. Do you know even what that is? No. No? Well, somebody might know what that yeah. is. And is it I like a stand-up? Arcade no, no, no. Game? It's a console. Really? Yes, it's a little-known console. It was actually really good. I'm glad you enjoy but, it. But they, I guess they couldn't. Well, I don't enjoy it now. But oh, my attic no. is enjoying it. And I also have a uh, something else. You should have your oh, parents. Oh, Texas Instruments uh, 99.4A. You should have your parents send me the Bally uh, machine. Maybe. Yeah. Probably not, though. No. Okay. There we yes. go. Do I have any? Yeah. So, yeah. I would say I am not a collector or I'm just a person who plays games and if I can have the room to keep them, then I would, you know, whatever. Sounds good. Uh, Thorbon3, famous Thorbon3, has a question for us. Of course Sony he does. Announced it's My going nemesis. For a worldwide launch this November with only a million PS3 consoles. After the 360 super shortage, thanks to its global launch, 
why would Sony uh, do this known bonehead move? I have. Well, I think. Go ahead, answer this. I I have no idea. I think that. Well, they're saying they're going to be able to make a million consoles a month. So that they'll have apparently have more than at least a million at launch, but I think no matter how many they make, you know, they're obviously not going to make enough to satisfy demand. You know, there's going to be a shortage. I think no matter how many they make, because they're not going to make that many. And you know, frankly, it's good publicity for them. You know, yeah, it pisses off you know sort of the hardcore people like us in the in the short term because it's a pain in the ass for us to get them, but. Look at all the free publicity they get from the from the news outlets. Uh, you know, it worked for Microsoft. It worked for the PS2 the first time. It works for everybody. Uh, that's why they're going to do it. Yes, I mean, yeah, shortages, shortages help sell, which sounds so crazy, but uh, it's true. I mean, it could just be very simply that that you know, oh, let's not ship out enough so we get to be on the news, and uh, you yeah. know, dads I don't think they do punch it on other purpose. dads. Oh, I do. I definitely. Well, they just—it's hard for them to make that many when they're first starting out, and uh, yes, Microsoft sort of... would have so much trouble finding enough factories and workers to hire. Well, they apparently did. I don't know. I don't buy it. No, you don't. No, buy I it. don't buy it. Back okay. into the left. Back into the left. Okay. There you go. Yes. So, uh, next question is from EC Maza. Yes. Or Ek Maza. As EC Maza. Okay, well, this one is directed to you, Wombat. To me? Yeah, he says, Wombat, you have said on several CADcasts that you think that the gaming needs a reviewer that the people can trust slash take something away from their review just because of the person writing the review. We need a game review st- star, so to speak, like a Roger Ebert of video games. So my question then is this. Have you considered being that person? Seriously, you seem to have the knowledge base, sense of humor, and passion for video games that would allow you to take on such a role. But other than your short reviews on CADcast, we get little else from you review review wise. I would I would very much like to be this person. As is that your right, wife? Did you, is Easy Massey your wife? Yes, it is. I I paid I paid him to uh, to write this just to yes. you know, yeah, the checks in the mail. Um, I would love to be that person. Who wouldn't want to be that person? I. Yeah. It's it's hard. Make it I mean, happen. I would love Somebody to make it happen. I, exactly. Well, I guess I would need to actually start writing more reviews. Right, and uh, which would be nice. Right, and playing games more and more games. But yeah, I mean, also be nice. I would. Yeah, there's so many things I could talk about as far as what I think of this and what I think of that game wise, and it's nice to know that people actually listen to what I say. You know, hopefully, I made some some said made some semblance of sense when talking about Ghost Recon. But uh, probably maybe someday we will take uh, the cat cast to the next level. Maybe. And, and then you could very well be that person. And then I'll even have hey, more time you got to, the, to you got talk the, about uh, what I'm the body type of Roger Ebert. I do have the body type. Thank you. That's <laughs> so you know he right. lost a lot of weight. You might as well uh, get uh, the whole get the whole package. Yes, exactly. Thank okay, you. Well, Easy Maza had a, had a second question that I thought was pretty interesting. Actually, he said, "Why do magazines and and gaming sites uh, have each console as a separate section?" For example, IGN has the GameCube site, the PS2 site, and the same people only review games for those sections. The only time we get a good cross-reference among systems as to games is is come game of the year time. All right, Wombat, do you understand what he's saying? I do. do you understand his his issue here? Yeah, I mean, I I guess it's I'm I don't know if I if it's you know this is my biggest fan. I don't know if, if it's really that big a problem. You better be nice to him. I know that's what I'm saying, but I. I don't know if it's really a, a big problem as far as a separate. Although I do admit that I really do miss, um, you know, comparing for multi-platform games, which is the best on each system. You know, well this, they do that on IGN, but you have to pay. We have it. to pay for, it, which is ridiculous in itself. Right. That's a whole other argument for a different day. Right. That's what I'd like to see more of. I'd like. I yeah. don't think that any of the magazines do that enough. Right. Well, his his example here is saying, look, if I'm if I'm looking to buy a new a new portable game and I'm considering the new the Siphon Filter PSP game or Metroid Prime Hunters for the DS, you know, if I just go by the score, it seems like Siphon Filter is better, but that's not necessarily the truth because the PSP guy is only reviewing the PSP games and the DS guy reviewing the DS games. Uh, 
Yeah, it does seem a little weird. Is that how they do it on like IGN? They only IGN, have, like... yeah. If you work for GameCube or, or for Nintendo section, you're only reviewing Nintendo games. Interesting. You don't yeah, get to review some... PS Cube. But I'd like to think. I mean, I don't know. But what do I know that may that, that that they've played it? I mean, if I was working in an office and the guy at the cubicle next to me was playing Siphon Filter, yeah, I'd be like, dude, let me check that out. Well, I think his point is is like they should do more switching more around of a global like, review or even say... just like a rotation. Like this week, I'm reviewing yeah. Nintendo games or something. Maybe you know, in like there's a big electronic store here called Yodobashi Camera, right? Mm-hmm. And they do something very similar. Like you go into like the TV section, right? Yeah. Or like the washing machine section. I don't think it even matters. Everything is divided up by the brand, so they have all the Sanyo shit together, all the you know Toshiba stuff together, and the guy who's in the Toshiba section only works on the Toshiba stuff. So you can't get an answer out of the guy like, you know, is the Sharp washing machine better than the Toshiba one? Because he only knows about the Toshiba one. Interesting. You know? Yeah. I don't know if that's a good analogy or not. No, it is a good analogy. It makes, I mean, yeah, it would bother, it does bother me. And I guess I didn't even think about it as much until he mentioned it. Now I hate every website. Um, And my my washing machine sucks now because of that. (laughs) All my clothes are wrinkled. And it's all Toshiba's fault. It's all uh, IGN's fault. It is IGN. Everything. I blame everything on IGN. So, right. I mean, I guess the solution would be that, yeah. I, it's difficult. It is a difficult. It's Especially when you only have one person reviewing each game and it's someone who you, you know, as we mentioned half a minute ago, it's someone who you don't even really know. Yeah, I guess that's why you have to rely on multiple sources. You know, go yeah. to like these sites like Game Rankings. And, it's it's all it is. It's all about it's all about quantity. Just whatever Wombat says to buy, you just buy that. Yeah, that's true too. But no, I mean it, this it is a quantity game when it comes to video game reviews right now for the consumer. Mm. Because it's, there's a pretty good chance that if you know 100 reviewers say a game is a nine or higher, it's gonna be a pretty good game. Yeah. And if the same amount of reviewers say that a game isn't worth the uh, the plastic it was laser yeah. printed on, then chances are they're right too. But exactly. you can't take one reviewer's word for it. Although you can't really do that with with Roger Ebert either. Right. You can't take his word on everything, but you trust what he but you trust what he has to say because of who he is. And even if you don't agree with him, you understand why he's saying it. Right. So. Yeah. So that is why you are the next Roger. And that's why I'm the next Roger Ebert because people will hear what I have to say. Like Ghost Recon, very good game, not perfect. And I stand by this, and I said it about the outfit last week. Although I think Ghost Recon is a better game. Um, if there was an influx of games on the market right now, Ghost Recon wouldn't get the attention it's getting right now. Hmm. All right. No, no. That's well, just me. I think. I think that's uh, we should end on that note because this cat cast is uh, six hours long. Yes, Battle Shrimp is officially over. Right, very nice. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you for number twenty-three next week. Adios.